Hey guys, how are you? Amir Ryder here, CEO of CloudTask on the Cloud9 podcast. I have my guest today, Itzik Bakar from all the way in Tel Aviv um, and Dragon Tail Systems. Itzik, how's it going? Great, great. How are you? I'm doing well. I appreciate you joining me. I know it's probably uh, 7, 8 p.m. over there. Yeah, 8 p.m., but all good. No worries. Always working with the East Coast uh, of the States, right? So you're, you're used to these hours, you longer days. Over there. No, actually, yeah. So actually, we are working with, you know, the U.S., Canada, and also Australia on the other side. So we are right in the middle. So, so 9 a.m., you have the early call, 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 call. 3, 3 p.m. Yeah. is 5 p.m. is, is 9 a.m. Uh, East Coast time. It works out. Yeah. But I appreciate you taking the time. I, I think um, I think we're going to keep our conversation alive that we've been having on our podcast about you know putting the customer first and and uh, the customer experience. I know you're the chief customer officer at Dragon Tail Systems, but um, interestingly enough, I'd love to talk about uh, you know I, for, for for my understanding, you know your technology helps companies with customer success and the customer experience from a technology standpoint. So. We may talk about how companies are now leveraging AI and, and technology to, to help um, with the customer experience even before a customer's complaint happens, right? Exactly. Um, before we get started, I'd love to, maybe you could tell our guests today listening just an interesting fact about yourself that, that somebody wouldn't be able to tell from uh, LinkedIn, anything. Oh, from LinkedIn, no one will know about my two amazing kids. I have twins, four years old a boy and a girl, and they are my life. So other than that, everything is on LinkedIn. They're everything. That's why, that's what you do everything, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So let me, uh, you know, let me ask. So, you know, AI is coming into, into the, the world, right? And at the same time, customers are demanding a better experience, right? Um, who came yeah. up with the idea? And maybe you could just give us some high level of, of the technology before. Um, from my understanding, I know it, it helps actually analyze um data from you know let's say a company making pizza to see if there's consistency and it helps you know with delivery yeah. times and order times maybe you can give us uh for the listeners who are not so technical a high level overview of of your technology yeah so we actually have two flagship uh, products one of them is the optimization system our optimization system is actually changing the operation inside and outside of the restaurant think about that that uh, Every pizzeria around the world is preparing the pizza first in, first out. You have now 10 orders, the cook will prepare one, two, three, etc. But what will happen if order one and order seven are going to the same street? It makes more sense to show the cook order one immediately after that order seven. Both of them will be out of the oven at the same time. One driver will go to that direction. You are saving in so many places. Another example is, think about you have three drivers in the shift. All of them just left for delivery. They will be back in... 15 to 20 minutes. There is no reason to put pizzas into the oven. They will just get cold on the rack. So instruct the cook to hold, to prepare now the carryouts, the dining, all the other stuff, even clean up around. You don't need to prepare those pizzas and put them into the oven. Once we will recognize that the driver is like nine minutes, depends on the oven time and all of that, from the store, we will say, okay, now cook it into the oven. So you see the, the, uh, the cut uh, table just Closing the box and the drivers coming in, taking an hot and fresh pizza. Now, this is one thing that we are doing. And of course, it's with the driver tracker so the customer can track the orders inside of the stores and outside of the stores and all of that. So who, who came now, up the with other, this idea and the technology? Oh, so yeah. So that was uh, something around seven years ago. 
Our chairman is actually uh, the pizza franchisor here in Israel. Uh, he said that he have all kinds of challenges in the operation that he wants to try and solve. And then, you know, we start designing the product. It evolves along the years with all the all kinds of other features that, you know, just uh, was needed into in the field. So that was the basic idea that so said, he was okay, a franchise I want to see the drivers. And he saw, yeah. he saw firsthand that within the franchise, he was getting the branding, the support, every, you know, instructions on how to run a, a successful franchise, yeah. not how to improve operational efficiency and lower customer support complaints before they even happen. And then he said, exactly. let me develop this technology and actually fix some problems that I'm seeing. Exactly. And that's how DragonTel actually creates. Today, it's already a big company working around the world. The Israeli market is our test lab, what we call it, you know, small market. We are testing all kinds of new features. Now, this was the first product that uh, we went uh, to the market with and installed in uh, thousands of stores. Now, the other thing that we are doing is the camera, quality control camera that sits above the, uh, the cut bench. Now, it's actually cut bench. It can be uh, also for other foods uh, other than pizza. And now, when the pizza is dropped on the table, before they even uh, cutting that, you have like a second or so just to capture a clean image of that, analyzing with AI, and here is the AI is really uh, coming to uh, uh, to fulfill his, de his destination. And, you know, analyzing all the toppings on the pizza, and when we are saying all the toppings, sometimes you have different, uh, six or seven different uh, toppings on the pizza, grading the distribution for the cheese and for the toppings, matching this to what the customer actually order, see that everything is exactly as the customer order and sending the image to the customer. Now, on the customer aspect, think about the experience that you have, the journey that you are taking end to end. From the moment that he's placing the order, if I'm taking the two products together, the moment that he's uh, ordering the, uh, uh, placing the order, is getting automatically a very accurate promise time. You're giving them an ETA because, you know, it's easy for me if I know the, where are the drivers, what is the status in the kitchen, what is the pace of them to prepare and all of that, I can give him a very accurate promise time. And you know, if you're talking in general about customer satisfaction and a, a customer experience, it all starts there with setting the expectations. Because if you're setting the expectation, you are saying, okay, I will be at your door at 40 minutes. This is fine if you will be there at 40 minutes, but don't say that you will be there at 25 and get there at 35. Even though you got earlier than the 40, you have an unsatisfied customer. And this is a huge difference. Setting the expectation, this is the, the base of every customer uh, service. And everyone that is handling customer needs, first of all, to understand that. So we are trying to set the expectation with our customers, what the system will provide them, what are the benefits that they will get. But it's more than that because our system needs to set the expectation with their customers. Now, it's for the hot and fresh. Like I mentioned, we are not preparing if we don't have a driver for them. Think about it, Super Bowl night, and we see it year after year in Canada. Super Bowl night. You won't get to the customer at 30 minutes no matter what. You will get it sometime after an hour, but you will always get hot and fresh pizza because we are not preparing if we don't have a driver allocated for that order. Mm -hmm. Now, those kind of things, when you are setting those standards with the customers and the customers knows that they will order from your store and this is the technology that you are using, they will get they write a, a quote for the promise time. They will get hot and fresh. This is the journey that you are taking your customer, and we see increasing return customer. We see 
the satisfaction uh, service that are going up. We see the wins everywhere. And of course, the driver's efficiency and labor cost. But when you're starting this journey with the customer, with setting the expectation, that's the first win. So, you know, I've always wondered how companies like Domino's would, would promise you a 30-minute delivery time or your money back. Um, are, they, are they using your technology to, to, to help achieve that? Yeah, so uh, we are working with Domino's, Pizza, KFC around the world. Uh, you know, many so markets see, are implementing the technology. You're the secret technology. weapon behind some of the promises. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of that is done with our systems in all kinds of aspects. And, you know, we are always developing more and more technologies. You know, now with the COVID, for example. So we took the, uh, the camera that is recognizing the topic. Okay, now tell me if they are working with gloves, if they are wearing masks, all kinds of things that will help during those periods. We now took and, they, you know, did something about the customer a, a virtual drive to what we call this curbside pickup. We run a survey and we realize that customer will prefer a contactless uh, pickup over delivery. So give to your customer the technology to support that. All kinds of things around that. So Just to rewind, when we are looking, the, the technology that that's that's you know checking if someone's wearing a, a mask or, or gloves. I think we all hope that that's not a uh, a permanent way of life for us. But I think it very well could sure. be. Uh, and it's, I think it's nice to see that. I, I know there's a lot of people like right now we're, we're obviously in challenging times and now's the the epicenter of what's going on but I, I definitely know that there's people who are very much let me go out without a mask and there's people that I don't want to touch anything unless you know I know there's gloves so when it comes to it's a whole le there's a whole new avenue of customer support a customer success when it comes to especially items that you know um, you're eating let alone you know anything you can touch a box and, and obviously contaminate yourself so that's a whole new application. Are you, are you, of course. was it very easy for you guys to adopt the technology to, to look for gloves and masks and, and our customers? Yeah. Go, yeah. Let's learn more about that. You know, to, to, rec to recognize a, a blue glove compared to a piece of anchovy, it's much easier. But the thing here, again, if you are talking about the, the customer journey, the customer satisfaction is to listen to the customers and not even going and ask them, but to understand their business, to know what they need before they're even asking for that and start working on those developments. When you, uh, you leave this business, you are leaving these operators and you are spending so much time in their stores, you need to be able to, uh, to know what they will need before you are getting this as, I need it urgently and I need it now. And this is one of the things that we've done. You know, we developed some of those features. The minute that we say, okay, that might be something that they will need in two months. And we start working with it because, you know, when you're talking about AI and recognizing gloves and all that, it's all about the data. AI is data-driven, data so you need to collect data. So we start already to collect this data from the hundreds of stores around the world just to have the, the model start learning that. So all kinds of things that we are doing, uh, you know, in advance just to keep our customers happy. It's a whole lot. And what about the drivers? Um, you, you know, I think, I think in these industries that we're talking about, happy driver sometimes means happy customers, right? Um, does your technology improve the day-to-day -day work of the driver in the cases of the application? Yes, but, yes, but, that, yes, but that's tricky because at the beginning when we are implementing that in the new market, you will always get the resistance from the drivers because all of a sudden you are start tracking them. 
you know what they are doing, where they are doing. The manager says, why this trip took 20 minutes? It should be 10. So at the beginning, they are very suspicious about it. After a while, when they see that they are actually becoming more productive, when we are pairing orders for them, so instead of taking one order at a time, they are taking two. And those two are getting hot and fresh to the customer. Customer is happy, is giving a better tips. Then you are winning the drivers as well. When you are giving them the ability even to deliver for two stores, because now if I have a KFC and the pickup stores that are close by, now I can deliver. I'm the driver. I will get instruction with our system, go to that store, pick up the order, come back to that store, pick up the order. So instead of doing two, three deliveries an hour, they are doing four. Now, that's, that's their money. You know, driver is not making money out of sitting in the store. So yeah. Yeah. that's why we are winning the drivers, but that usually takes time because at the beginning, they are very suspicious about this technology that monitor them. No, that makes a lot. Of, I, I've experienced that before. There's a lot of technology to improve field work, but it, it, there's people who are hesitant to adopt. Um, I guess it, it, it can it can interrupt with the the stop at a uh, a personal store or something like that. So they don't want to be tracked. But at the end of the day, once they see the tips coming in and happy customers, I guess they'll they'll buy into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of so, course. You know, how how do customers' expectations affect customer support? Um, in a business that that promises delivery time, is it is it our expectations? Do you find them getting you know higher and higher? Where it's I want something in thirty minutes, now I want it in ten, now I want it in five, or is there a max that that we're going to see? And I think the technology keeps improving fast and fast, but I think certain things that there's yeah. you know you can't you know or will there be a day where people just have a three D printer and they're printing out their own pizza that they bought with the license fee? Right? Mm-hmm. Is that where we're headed? Yeah, but, you know, it's interesting, but there is a balance between what you want to achieve as the customer satisfaction, but also you have a business to run and you want to make it profitable. So to bring another extra 10 drivers and to deliver to everyone under 30, that's the easy solution. But the right solution is, okay, I won't get to everyone under 30. Some of them will get it 35, but I set the expectation with them. I'm still keeping my customers happy. I will deliver hot and fresh. But more important than that, my labor cost will stay low. Because eventually, if this technology, as good as it will be, won't generate revenue, a real profit in the end of the day for the franchisee, you won't keep it. You know, one, one thing that we've done from day one, we are not requiring any commitment for a long term. We are not saying you need to put the system, okay, the contract is for one year, and if you will take the system out, we will find you with two months. There is nothing like that. As long as you don't, you don't see this, this can generate revenue for you, it's not work for you, take the system off. So far, we haven't lost even one customer. So that's and the that's customer the, experience you're giving to your clients. Um, exactly. New advanced technology that might be um, very new to them. You're kind of saying, try it out, use it. Don't be afraid that you're going to have to sign some huge contract. Um, and you haven't lost anybody yet, right? So it's a testament to the to the exactly, product. and that's and that's confident. the thing, because because yeah. you are taking the, the tension, you know, all the stress about commitment. That you are taking this down, so they say okay, and they are checking this month, month, week to week. You know, when you're working with the big ones, they have the analysis to to know if it's worth for them or not. They have their all the service to the customers. They have all the uh, uh, the CRM system. They know if it's worth for them or not. And you see that it was for them because none of them, all of them can call tomorrow and say, we don't want the system and we will uh, turn it off. But they are not doing that because it's worth for them. And we see the results, you know, they're sharing with us all the results about 
the customer service, the customer satisfaction that goes up significantly. You know, there are some articles that there gives interviews and saying, you know, we see in one month 50% increase in customer satisfaction when it comes to taste of food, the speed of service, all kind of things. So that's our win. But again, you know, we are looking at our job as, first of all, to give our customers a better service, which is the franchisor, the, the managers, the driver, and all of that. But we are always looking a bit more and saying, okay, now they will give a better service to their customers. And this is what, when we are developing the product, this is what we see in front of us, how they will provide a better service. <laughs> no, I, I'm like, I can see the applications for this. Um, like I said before, I think some of us were always wondering what's going on behind the scenes. Um, so it's, it's yeah. interesting to see some of the people behind uh, the technology that's making some of the experiences that we see as consumers happen, right? I think we see it on TV, um, delivery rates, I, we're getting the surveys, and we see that the level of expectations is moving up. Um, and then what's often right. not talked about, right, is the technologies that people are using that are and the ways they're using. Now, as a chief customer officer, I, I know that you're involved in sales, but it's not necessarily selling the products, making sure that customers are, are comfortable trying out the technology and it works for them. So your product, um, you know, customer success is a very big part of the adoption of your technology, right? I think if your technology was just sold yeah. contracts without proof of POCs, it, would, it wouldn't be adopted, right? Um, For sure. And, and this is important. Of... And Go this ahead. is important because, you know, we are in the industry that you cannot allow a downtime. If your system is down on a Friday night, you just cost a lot of money to those poor franchises or franchises that are just, you know, working so hard for this money and you just kill the shift. We are not allowing to be in this situation. So we, when we are looking at the system, we have a very stable system. Our support is so lean, you know. We have a, a one agent worldwide on almost 3,000 stores because we are getting less than half of a support call per month per store. Now, this is amazing. Think about it. Not even a support call on average from 3,000 stores. This is something that allow us to focus on the important things, that allow us to invest in our customers in other things than support and all the time support calls and closing tickets and all that. We are not in that place. We have someone that is taking the support calls maybe four, uh, four, an hour, four support calls an hour, which is great because we are a global company, like I said, Australia and uh, Europe and uh, uh, North America. So you don't have all the 3,000 stores open at one uh, at the same time. So that allows you that flexibility. And we are able to focus, you know, on even sending newsletter, analyzing the data on our side and sharing with the customer. Listen, you have bottlenecks usually around the, uh, 2 to 3 p.m. around the kitchen. Drivers, you need more drivers. You are hiring too many drivers. You are bringing too many drivers to the shift. All kind of analysis that they see in our dashboard. We are providing a very sophisticated dashboard for them, but we are taking the next step and even taking the highlights and sharing that with them just to show that we are here for you. We yeah. are not just selling the system and take it from here and deal with that. We want to be able to know what's happening in your business because we are living this. And you want to proactively educate people on what you've seen, right? So, so exactly. You're and it all comes down to the customer experience at the end of the day. Every little piece oh, of it. Of course. Your technology touches the customer experience in, in, in multiple ways. That's, it's there to give the, the competitive advantage. 
Um, so you have some big names. You have Domino's. You have some of the big companies. Uh, are you finding that um, penetration into other industries or brand names is easier because you have those names, or um, what does that look like? And especially, you know, do you being an Israeli company? How are you? Let's just say, how was how, how are you handling clients in the states, for instance? Do you see differences between regions and how they operate? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of things in common for the regions. And, you know, every time that you are going to a new uh, region or a new customer, you will say, no, 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 you need to understand. I work differently. My problems are very, very unique. You never saw anyone that works like that. And eventually, most of them have the same problems. 90% of them have 90% identical issues, identical challenges. Okay? Some of them have a few things that are very unique to those markets. Now. When we are coming after we, uh, we worked or still working with all of those giants, it's just some kind of credibility because, you know, if those giants are using you, you're probably doing something right because yep. they have all the options in the world. Now, when you're going to the small ones, and, you know, until recently, we, even, uh, we didn't try to go to the small ones because we said, okay, we are working with the giants. But now we see the small ones are really struggling, you know, during those times with and you know, it's always in the news, all of these aggregators fees that they are taking and restaurants that are really working hard and finishing the day without any money in the pocket. Yeah. We said that we want a weekend help here because we have this technology. We know that we can help those restaurants deliver better, deliver, uh, deliver faster. You know, one of the challenges for them, even to all of those smaller restaurants, to hire their own drivers is because think about it, you never delivered. You only used aggregator drivers, all the DoorDash, Uber Eats, and all of that. And now you are saying, listen, it's too expensive. I will deliver on my own. But now we need someone that even knows the trade zone. Your drivers don't really know what to do, how to do it. You don't even have a tool to manage them, to make sure that they are efficient. So what we are saying, okay, you are not one of the big ones, but we want to give you the products that the big ones are using. Yeah, and they don't have to sign a big contract with them. Right? They don't have to exactly. they don't have to sign a crazy contract. And you can give them exactly. the technology that, that enterprise companies have um, and, and, and help them have that, that competitive advantage, which is amazing. Exactly. And during those times, and you see, you know, so many just move to deliver even though they, they haven't delivered before. And now they understand that in order to really win in the customer eventually. You know, you need to deliver, you, you need to be professional in deliveries. You cannot do it as a side thing. You need to professionalize in that. And those are the tools that we are giving them. Those are the, the technique and the, the things that we learned for so many years that implemented into that technology. And you guys probably have a lot of data you've collected over the years of many deliveries, huh? Yeah, I think that we are maybe one of the the only one that have the whole journey of the customer. But think about it, the aggregators have whatever is happening outside of the uh, the restaurants, the drive time and all of that. POS yeah. companies, some of them have the inside of the stores, the preparation, all that. We have the full journey. full journey. We have the data for the full journey. And think about it, that when you are feeding AI models with all of this data, then you can really optimize it. All so, of the, uh, the models that we are using is becoming so efficient. So when a driver takes 20 minutes sometimes for a ride that should take 10 minutes, what's the number one, what's the number one reason they're messing up? What are they doing? Uh, uh, so you will see, first of all, you will see those analytics. You will see the comparison for the time or for the, even for the mileage in our report. And you will see that you have drivers that is usually taking in 
uh, uh, more time, and then you can start addressing that. But before the system, you don't even have the visibility for that. No, you, you don't have the, the ability to un. You Yes, and this is great, <laughs> but you know, we have customers that are pay paying per mile to the drivers. Yeah. Now think about that. If you don't have this tool, you are actually trusting that he will report a, a, the right numbers, that he is not driving a bit a, a longer route just to, uh, to take a, another few stands and stuff like that. And those kind of things we saw when we first launched, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, makes a lot of sense. I love what you guys are doing. Um, I love this kind of technology. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you were able to join us for this podcast because I think it's uh, you know talk, talking to a chief customer officer whose product actually is all about the customer's experience, but not in a way of you know a Zendesk or closing support tickets. You're yeah. you're basically stopping the support tickets from being created, right? And I think that's um, that's the best way place to be, right? Let's. You're not in the business of how to handle someone's problem support. You're like, let's let's eliminate it, right? Let's yeah. just let's make sure that yeah. be proactive, like you just mentioned. Proactive, stop them from happening. It's like Minority Report, right? You can stop the exactly. crime from happening. Um, this is exactly. this has been this has been this has been great. I, I think I I see so many applications to your product. Um, and I hope we don't live in a world where they're you know checking whether gloves or masks are, are being worn. But I think it could very well be. Yeah. Uh, and, and you guys are situated in the right place. Um, no, Itzik, thank you for coming on. This is this has been great. I, I look forward to seeing you. I think when borders open and I can visit, um, I can visit Tel Aviv this summer. Yes, uh, they win. And I'll get to see your technology close up. Um, everybody, thank you for watching the uh, the Cloud Nine podcast. If you guys want to reach Itzik and talk about um, talk about his technology or just any questions about international sales or customer support, like you said, guys, he. He's got very few support tickets um, and he's found a way to self-service customers. So Itzik, if somebody wants to reach you, what's the best way they can find you? Is it LinkedIn or email? Yeah, I think that LinkedIn is, a, yeah, LinkedIn is always a good option of getting the notifications and then, you know, taking that from there. You guys heard it. It's, it's available on LinkedIn um, and Dragontail Softwares. Guys, really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Itzik, thank you again, man. Take care.